This is Big Big Radio Show. Hi, this is Big Big Radio Show. My name is Ben Mitchell. I am going to call Eric Allen, who is in Missouri, America. See if this works. Should be hearing a noise. Hello. Is that Benjamin Mitchell? Big that, big radio show. That's me. What do oh, you... let me get let me get my speakers ready. Hold on, just a second. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Eric was eating cereal under the blankets watching cards. What? What's up? Okay, uh, microphone. Oh. Huh? Hold yeah, on. Can I call you? What? Uh, oh, there you go. Something's happening. Okay, Hold wonder. on. Uh, just talk. Da, 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 da. Here we go. I'm a Bud Light. My name's the best on ever. I like bananas. I like apples. I don't like bonobos, and I don't like hobos. Ba 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 da da ba da. I could talk about everything all the time. Ben's like, God, I gotta go. Man, this guy's annoying. Let's get the fuck out of here. Am I still talking for you? Just say yes. If you want me to shut up, tell me to shut up. All right, I'm kind of tired of talking. Let's get real. Let's get real, folks. I'm talking to Lauren right now about the hey, war. Sorry. <laughs> uh sorry, Taiwan is about to get the dick. I thought I thought it was time. Yeah, they are. I'm right yeah. here on the I'm on the beach. I'm on the beaches of Normandy Shaman watching. Mm. So what they're gonna do Son of a bitch. What they're gonna do is they're going to just fire artillery into the water between Taiwan and Shaman. For the next three days until that bitch leaves. <laughs> That's that was the official release from China. The release was just blow up the fish. Yeah. Between. I guess they just told everybody oh, keep your airplanes and your boats from between Taiwan and Fujian because they're gonna light her up. <laughs> no man's land. <laughs> Uh, DMZ. What, Verdan? It's Verdan. I'm Dan. I'm going to be Dan Carlin in a year or two. It's like the Verdan of the South Pacific. I thought it was Verdun. Boats were flying. And Verdun? Shut up, Ben. You know things. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know. Verdan. Why did I say Verdan? Because <laughs> it's named Dan, Dan Carlin. Oh, wait. Ver, so like, Verdansk? Ver, Verdun or Verdansk? Is, or is that the same Verdun? thing? I, I thought Verdun or Verdun. I think it's Verdun. I think you're right in pronunciation. I think, I think it's in France, right? It's either in France. I think Verdansk <laughs> is in Russia and Verdun is in France, and they both got bombed during World War Two. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of World War One. I, I think Verdun. Verdun. Yeah. You could I don't be know. Right. I just listened to the uh, Dan Carlin. 
You could be totally right. We're I, done. I have We're no done. idea. I don't even know how hey, to turn ben, on my air conditioner. Credit. Extra credit. Fucking air conditioner. God. Oh man, is it hot over there? Oh, I have like. Oh, I'm gonna try to play with these skull candy. All right. Have you ever seen skull candy? Huh? Skull candy. It's what the Mexicans eat, isn't it? Skull candy, like. Well, this is Skull Candy, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth wireless headphones. Oh, yeah, it's that's pretty a brand. Sick little logo. Is it a brand that you've heard of? Yes. My mom has some. I can't open this damn box, though. I'm going to break it. I might put them in. I've, you think my Apple headphones are better? My earbuds? Yeah, I'm, maybe. I don't know. It'll all sound the same to me, I think. These are old, I think. Right. I can't turn my <laughs> air conditioner on. Well, I got COVID. Yeah. I'm are you? Die, ben. Are you done with that yet? Yeah, I, th- I think so officially. But like, I think it just like kind of lingers in my. I, I've had a little cough that I can't get rid of. It's not trouble. It's not a problem. I just kind of <clears throat> cough, and cough and puff every once in a while. Oh. So I think it. I think it's not good. It's not good. You'll get it just over means it. it's not good. I wish I could see you. I think this. Can we see each other, or would that take too much bandwidth? That's gay. I want to see your pretty face. I don't want to see men. No, I. But it's. It's like uh, it's it's better for talking because I can like we can react. I, I think know. it's better. I think it's. I'm better an emotional way. because I'm, I'm an emotional being. <laughs> How do you like Missouri? I I love Missouri. Um, for the most part, I I really do. It's comfortable. It's nice. I've gained. Probably five to ten pounds already. You gained so much in a month. Um, what? I said you probably gained so much <laughs> more said, than that. You said I've gained more. Yeah, yeah. You're probably damn. That's what you're just like my dad. I was like, yeah, I'm gaining five pounds. He's like, bullshit. <laughs> uh, you can't you can't get one past uh, Randy. Um, probably have. Hey. Give me, Can't get one past the bullshitter. Give me one second. I gotta get this AC. I'll give you a second. Uh, tell the people about right. uh, how your son is adjusting to to life in Missouri. Oh man, are am I? Are you recording? This is good. So my son is a seven year old China man, and he's in the middle of America. Um, and then Grandpa takes him to the damn farm like almost every day. And the boy gets a little Easter basket, and they have chickens out there, so he always brings home eggs. And my mom will not eat, you know, not store-bought eggs, because that's more natural than uh, chickens. So um, it's quite an adjustment in that regard. Um, but in, in general, he, I think he enjoys it. He does like his cheeseburgers and french fries and 
Coca Cola. Did he get um, any pussy yet? He, our neighbors are. Did he get some pussy? Oh yeah, yeah dude. Uh, oh dude, he's just raw dogging it. Like um, the neighbor, the neighbor girls, you know. Mm-hmm. So we live next to a, a small family. I, I, I'm not going to imply that my seven year old son is having sex with another child, right. but um, maybe I already did too late. Right. No, right. he. Our neighbors are a Mexican family from the from the good country, and then they he goes over there and plays with them a lot. And so I, I bet it's just when I when I hear him just talk, it's just chaos. Because Samson's English is bad, and then those kids' English isn't perfect, and so it's just like, how do you guys understand each other? I have no idea. It all just sounds like Chinese to you. It must be like an inner city conversation. Yeah, it sounds like Chinese to you. It must be like what New York is like, and just like language. You know, (laughs) Missouri is just New York. That's what I just said. <laughs> uh, multicultural hellhole. I don't know. Is that what you're saying? No, it's fun. It's fun to be back. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with space <laughs> to right. make a big steak. Um, a new. I got a new carb. Oh, so yeah? that this is. I have some stories I can tell, but what kind of car did you uh, get? I got a new car, and uh, it's a nine. It's a 2005 Chevy Malibu. 2005 uh, Chevy Malibu. That's like a new car. I. Yeah, that's a damn good car. Is that what you had one? That's what I wanted. Hello. Can you hear me? That's what you wanted with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha, it. Gotcha. You wanted a Chevy Malibu. I mean, I still want. You know, a 2005. Oh yeah, that's what I got. I white bought Chevy it. Malibu. It was, it was uh, mine's a little like kind of champagne colored. Oh, nice. beige. It's it's kind of, but it's it's nice. It's a nice little car. It was like owned by an old woman. She never drove it, so it had like fifty five thousand miles on it, which is incredible for that nice. age of car. Um, and it was only like sixty three hundred. So I don't know. It was nice, but then I was—I don't have a credit line anywhere because I'm a ghost. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to the bank and uh, apply for. Do you know what a CD loan is? A CD loan, like a certificate of yeah. Yeah. So a CD. Do you know what that is? Yeah, but you can tell our viewers. Oh shit! Can you? I'm uh, just me? like a normal loan, right? So. Yeah. What? Nothing. There was a noise. You're you're good. Yeah, I got. So it's not just like a normal loan. It's, are we good? Yeah, we're good. Maybe the voice call would be better. Okay, we're good. Uh, I don't know who's listening to me, so I, this is why I want to talk. I want to see you. Um, it's just me, but, baby. Uh, so a CD, lo- a CD loan is you put all your money into the bank or like the value or whatever of the car, and then they hold that money and then they write you a check for that much money, and then you go buy your car, but then you have to pay that money back with other money that you have for a year or two or whatever. And then it's like, then I get that money back. So a CD loan is like I borrow my money from myself, and I pay the bank money for letting me do that. 
and you build credit. It's retarded to build, but yeah, the purpose is to build a little credit, and it's like okay. That's <laughs> pretty insane. I guess you guys don't trust me. I was like, I am Eric Allen of Big Big Comedy. I will not take this shit. You know? Sweaty and drunk in the and bank. It didn't work out. <laughs> at, at eight a.m. Oh shit! You guys, you guys don't know nothing about finances. I built this town. What's the best meal you've but, had since uh, you went back? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've uh, of the heart the. I had some really good. I've had like you know bacon and eggs and you, you know get that here though. And gravy. I'm, I'm talking to somebody on the phone. Um, the is that I've, your yeah, son? Is that I've your boy? Gravy. That was my boy. He came in and mm. he asked me if I want breakfast. I said, "Wow, get the hell out of here!" Um, yeah, he's gonna make me some like a bagel or something. Oh. <laughs> jokes on him I already ate um the uh I, I'd say the best meal though is uh Tyler and I we went to uh like Texas Steakhouse or something I don't know what it's called and then it was a big old juicy steak with a side of ribs and a bowl of chili and by god could you eat peanuts god. and leave the shells on the floor <laughs> Uh, no, it wasn't that one. It was like free, it was like free rolls though. They had like big old puffy doughy rolls. Is Tyler fat now? So good as well. Uh, no, I think he kept, I think, I think they went swimming a lot. I think when he's with her, he doesn't eat very much because she doesn't eat very much. But me, that's a a scam. Yeah, it's a, yeah. No, we went to went to a Chinese buffet the other day, and oh. so it was like me, my wife, uh, and then Tyler and I don't know if I'm gonna mention names, but my son was there, and so we got like four adult buffets at this Chinese restaurant that was like an iconic place when I was a kid, and I was just like, oh yeah, this is great, and um, Samson ate more than she did, and so. Uh, but we got the child price for him, but not for her. Nice. I thought that was pretty ironic. Yeah. What does she think of the Chinese food? Because <laughs> he just, uh, she looked up at me and went, I said, is it good? You know, finally got some authentic Chinese yeah. food. And she mm. gave me the eyes and right. she was like, it's delicious. No, yeah. um, oh. she hates it. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, you know how things roll. Well, Where are you? Are you at home? I'm in my office. I'm eating right. flaming Hot Cheetos oh. and half a candy bar with sangria and chopsticks. What? <laughs> That's so cool. Sangria and chopsticks. Um, flaming Hot Cheetos. Ah, yeah. We have a lot of uh, chopsticks here. That's fun. Uh, what I realized when I got back here after a few weeks was you live like you're in America. <laughs> like, like, Oh yeah. I was like, Ben's house is just like America. That's you have ice everywhere available all the time. 
You have snacks from America. Like, I was, like, in Target the other day, like, that's what Ben had. Wait, that's what Ben had, too. How did Ben get that? It's like, holy shit. Like, this is, so I really, you have coffee on demand, like, um, you have those snacks, you have the ice, you have your air conditioners always on. I was like, you're in America. And now Nancy Pelosi is coming over here to fuck up my good time. If I can, right, you know, right. <laughs> I had it all made. Mm-hmm. I, I got Takis the other day. Like I was thinking of you guys. I was like, this, I never had Takis, never heard of them. And then you gave them to me. So I bought some the other day. I was like, man, I'm back in America in Ben's house in America. Did you make one into a necklace and think of me? <laughs> How would you string it? Oh, you could put like a string through the middle of them all, right? Yeah. I see. Ooh, that's a good idea. Mm. And then you can eat it I when you get probably hungry. like, you know. And then you could sell I could probably build a statue of Takis of you. And then you when can, you're a bad boy, I eat your leg, you know. But you'd have to be careful the neighbor <laughs> kids don't come over and eat it because, you know. Right, because they're Mexican. That's right. <laughs> Is that what you meant? That's right, baby. <laughs> Ooh, Mexicans. Uh, so rice. also Missouri has Missouri has also decriminalized and uh marijuana as well. Really? And so it's not a criminal offense anymore. Yeah, it's one of twenty some states or so. And then but they have medical so they have stores everywhere. So you can't murder a baby, so, but you can get uh, fucking blazed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just the way, it, those are the best laws in the world. <laughs> Protecting right. children. But I think, I think, I think that's like also a precautionary, like not a precautionary, but a measure, you know, get people high and they don't want to have sex. You know? That's true. <laughs> Does it work like that? I don't know. I don't know what happens when I get like, high. Like, mm. I just uh, put on a movie and then, you, and then it's 10 a.m. the next been day. Um, right. It's, yeah, it's a, yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. It's like, well, I'm going to go to bed. You smoked any weed since you get home? tight. Just a little bit, yeah. Not a lot, but a little bit. Um, we went to a, um, I prefer not to smoke. I prefer like to eat something like chocolate or whatnot. Right. But, uh, but, uh, I went to a wedding and these people had some vapes. Wow. And oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And, like I'll puff and huff. I would go to you know, way, way more weddings if they gave out vapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this, it wasn't like the wedding. Yeah, it was like a cool wedding. It was like a, it was a lesbian wedding. Oh. So it was like they were all chill. Yeah, and then we went lesbian? to a bar for afterwards. It wasn't my sister's wedding. It was a kind of like a step cousin. I don't know how to call it. Oh, weird. But uh, did Samson know what the hell was going on? But, I mean, yeah, he was like, where's the... Huh. 
Yeah, no, he was fine. Yeah, it was fun. It was like a fun little wedding, but then the the bride, I don't or groom, I don't know. I don't know what to call him. Um, the there, she has two a younger brother and younger sister, and the twins, mm-hmm. and they both like smoke and toke and they made out. So they both like hooked me up, and I was <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. Damn, the twins are cool. Right. You know? And I was like, you guys are the coolest twins in Missouri. And they were like, actually, we are. I was like, yeah. Fuck. So, mm. The nicer I was to them, they gave me more jokes. Jokes <clears throat> and pokes. Well, I'm glad you're doing good. And I hope Shaman is not blasted to smithereens yeah. by the end. Do you want to hear some very funny news? Okay. Uh, so I uh, uh, I went for an interview yesterday. Um, so I, I closed on an apartment yesterday. So that was nice. But also before that, I went to to like rent, and then before that, I went to a job interview and to teach uh, sociology and history at a high school. Right. Here, and uh, they want me. <laughs> they want me. Well, yeah. I was like, do you, do you know? <laughs> Are you sure? Like, well, I don't, I don't trust myself. This what year on? did Missouri become a state? Why would they like me? <clears throat> uh, 1821. Really? Mm-hmm. I have it right here on my license plate. It's the bicentennial year. Damn. Why do you have <laughs> license plate just, right there? I haven't put them on. Oh, yeah, I haven't them put them on my car yet. I just got them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I need screws. Apparently, they'll give you license plates and they don't give you screws. Screws will have special sizes. Oh, so just, I don't know. JB will really that shit the... on. <laughs> What's JB? JB Weld? JB? What is it? JB Weld. JB Weld. I don't know. Is what, that a company? I don't know what the JB stands for, but you get some JB Weld and slap it on there. It'll be fine. Okay, at least you didn't say the other way to say it. JB Weld. I'm going to look that up right now. All right. Power of the internet. Uh, JB Weld that shit on. Well, I didn't bring you here just to hear about how how you're doing. I I brought you here to to talk about somebody special. Uh, Oh, right. Yes, let's do that. Let's get into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have in front of me the entire life and times of Stephen Ott. Oh. Let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. So you ready? And when Mm -hmm. we're finished, you can tell me what Stephen Ott means to you. You're going to what? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, You keep, you start up. We get a cup of coffee. All right. Uh, Stephen Ott. What? Stephen Ott was the son of Alan Stone Gano and Howard R. Hughes Sr., a successful inventor and businessman from Missouri, which this is why you and Stephen get along so well. Uh, Stephen had English, Welsh, and some French Huguenot ancestry and was a descendant of John Gano 
the minister who allegedly baptized George Washington, which I think is interesting because he ended up in Australia. Damn, yeah. How, how crazy is that? Stephen Ott is in Australia, I allegedly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, from that that lineage. That's incredible. Yeah, right from the balls of the first prez. So, right. Well, sort of. Well, the guy that touched the prez. I don't know. Uh, Stephen's father, he patented a two-cone <laughs> roller bit in 1909, and that is what allows rotary drilling for petroleum in previously inaccessible places. So Stephen's family actually created their own oil boom, which probably had a lot to do with uh, furthering the Industrial Revolution. So it's pretty incredible stuff. Damn, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, are you there? Oh, no. I think I lost you. Man, you went to the wrong room in the house, didn't you? Well, I'm going to keep talking. When Stephen's father made the shrewd and lucrative decision to commercialize the invention by leasing the bids instead of selling them, obtained several early patents and founded the Hughes Tool Company in 1909. Hughes' uncle was the famed novelist, screenwriter, and film director Rupert Hughes. And now I've got to call back Eric. This bit's not going to go anywhere. Let's see. Voice call. This fucking jerk off. Hey. Whoops. I'm sorry. You went to the wrong room, didn't you? I uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought I was connected on my phone, so I just closed my computer to see if that would help the connection. Oh. And I was connected on my computer. This sounds much better. <laughs> oh, is it good? Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Okay. okay. So so Did you get your coffee? On the Ott family. I got some, yeah. Okay, good. So listen up. I'm good. Um, here's the thing that happened. <clears throat> uh, so Stephen Ott's affidavit birth certificate um, was signed by his Annette, his aunt Annette Gano Loomis and by Estelle Bowden Sharp. <laughs> And it states that he was born on December 24th, 1905 in Harris County, Texas. But Stephen Ott's certificate of baptism, which happened on October 7th, 1906, was in a parish uh, in Keokuk, Iowa. And that says his date of birth is September 24th, 1905. So there there is some discrepancy as to Stephen Ott's date of birth. What? Shit, I've been to Keokuk, Iowa. Really? I went to a wedding in Keokuk, Iowa. Yeah. Like, that, that's awesome. I was, I could have been there where the, it all happened. The lesbian wedding was in Keokuk, Iowa? No, no, like 10, 15 years ago, I went to a wedding. There was an Asian man and a white woman in Keokuk, Iowa. Really? It was beautiful. Are you doing a bit? Yeah, it was weird. It's weird. No, I'm serious. Though. What the like, fuck? Uh, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had another friend from Keokuk, Iowa, and we went there one time on Christmas break or something. I went with him. Yeah, this is, I've been to Keokuk twice. It's cold as shit up there. But yeah, uh, have you been? Have you gotten no. Keokuk since you since you've been home? Hey. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. Got kept up last night. Um, That's right. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. We got a lot of life to get Sorry. through here, you know. Sorry. Um, at a young age, Stephen not showed interest in science and technology. In particular, he had a great engineering aptitude, and he built Houston's first wireless radio transmitter at age 11. So Stephen was a little genius inventor when he was 11 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He, smart dude. He uh, went on to be one of the first licensed ham radio operators in Houston, Texas, and his call sign was W5CY. So that's Wally five W five Carol Yates. If you're talking on the phone. So you Damn, dude. Yeah. Uh, at twelve he was photographed in a local newspaper as the first boy in Houston to have a motorized bicycle, which he had built from parts of his father's steam engine. So apparently Steven's father just had steam yeah. engines laying around. Which is yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh he was that pretty yeah, sorry, hold on. Let me get let me get through this part. He was indifferent. He was an indifferent student, but he really liked mathematics, mechanics, and flying. That's what it says. Flying. He took his first flying lesson at age fourteen. It doesn't mention planes. It just says flying. <laughs> he just Ooh. loved to like just like leave the ground, you know. Nondescript. It's kind of weird. And that was in Massachusetts. So this kid's all over the country for a guy that ended up in Australia with a Chinese yeah. wife. He sure spent a, you know, a lot of time crisscrossing the U S at a young age. Uh, yeah, let's, let's son, jump ahead. Son of, a, son of a bitch flew a lot. He did. He really did. <laughs> uh, from a young age, Hughes became, uh, <clears throat> uh, Ott became a profession and enthusiastic golfer. You're a golfer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I enjoy my, you guys have a lot of links. He Big often golf. he often scored yeah. near par yeah. figures. He played the game to a two three handicap during his twenties. What is that? What is a two three handicap, Eric? Uh, that means he's just two or three over par. He's pretty much a scratch golfer, which means he can go to any course and get around what it's supposed to be. That's great. It's incredible. Wow, Stephen. Stephen had no idea. He frequently topped, yeah. uh, golfed with top players such as Gene Sarazen. We're all familiar with Gene Sarazen. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. One of the greats. So he had a. Uh, <laughs> so Stephen had a had an accident where he hurt himself in the late 1920s when his his golfing tapered off after his F11, his Ford F11, crashed. And he was unable to play golf anymore. I guess it would taper off if you can't play anymore. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, you'd have to. You do have to have a back and arm. Yeah. Golf's actually a pretty. So Stephen gave up golf, sport. and uh, he decided to get into business. He was really into engineering and 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 like TV and stuff, right? So uh, yeah, the NASA background and the flight. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see this. He took he took some of his father's fortune and he financed a short film called Swell Hogan. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it was a disaster. He f- hired a film editor to save Ouch. it, and then he finally decided that it should be burned. <laughs> he burned it after it was filmed. Oh. 
dance. Uh, then he Damn, finds st- okay. Yeah, a little pyro. It's like little yeah, pyro. he's a little pyro, and he okay. likes to give up, and he likes to give up hard, burn it all down. <laughs> then he did two more right. films, which right. I, I I would give up totally if my if I had to burn my first movie. But then he went on to to produce everybody's acting in 1926 and two Arabian Nights in 1927, and both of them achieved financial success. And the and the two Arabian right. Nights won the first Academy Award for Best Director of a Comedy Picture. Can you believe that? Ooh. Yeah. So he's a funny guy. Yeah, Stephen. That's why Stephen likes yeah. our, our jokes so much, because he's he's a funny guy himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets it. Yeah, he gets us. Um, High-minded. Sounds like we are. Definitely. <laughs> that's what Stephen's all about. Creative. Culture. Creative uh, however, one of his hits... In 1932, uh, Scarface was uh, oh, a I've big heard that movie. controversy over its violence in 1932. Yeah. I wonder if he ever knew what would become of... to my little friend. Yeah, well, that's not the same Scarface. Oh, it's a different one? Well, yeah, this is 1932. The Scarface you're thinking of is like oh, 1981 or something. I don't know. Sure. Like that. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. It's, it's okay. It's fine. Thirties. Um. Anyway, that's that's what he liked to do. <laughs> that's that's when he liked to make his own movies, right? And then he uh, got further mm. into the film industry, and he actually owned one of the big five Hollywood film companies in the fifties called RKO. You ever heard of RKO? Yeah. Yeah. You, really? I think so. You know, you know why you uh, haven't heard of RKO? Because Steve and Ott ran it into the ground real hard. <laughs> like a, like Nancy Pelosi's airplane crashing into the fucking <laughs> Jogshan Mountain. It's, it is uh it went right into the damn ground. Um Let me see. Damn, he was dear. uh was he a communist? What is this? What is this? Uh, if he's, I'm sorry, if if Ott felt that his stars did not properly represent the political views of his liking or if a film's anti-communist politics were not sufficiently clear, he pulled the plug. This guy hated commies. Yeah, sounds like it. How do you feel about communists, Eric? Damn. Uh, I'm married to one. Ha Kind of love him. There you go. Is she though? Good, good answer. Uh, by name, you know. Yeah. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, nominal. A rose by any She's other a name. Nominal communist. All right. A rose by any other name. Yeah. That's right. Shakespeare. Sure. So your wife hates money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely hates money. God, that must be nice. Like all Chinese women. <laughs> right, yeah. I think my wife from New York is a Chinese Thomas. woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she would do I anything for money. Too. I think she's out Damn. sucking toes for money right now. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I don't have any damn money. That's for fucking sure. Uh, yeah. What are we doing here? Let me... Let's get to the let's get to where Stephen Ott loses his damn mind about that. Ooh, great. Real estate. What did he own? What do you think Stephen Ott owned? 
<laughs> of all the places Maybe. in America, just name a place he owned. Like a like a bowling alley. Oh, uh, well, that's or a good a, guess. Yeah, uh, he did own a bowling alley. Or it, it, is it like an item, or is it like a location? Uh, the, he he had a bowling alley in <laughs> Las Vegas. I? He stayed in Las Vegas a lot. So, name some other oh, things you might oh, find yeah, in Las Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Man, this connection's really bad. The uh, maybe uh, I mean you want to since he was into film, he might have owned like a movie theater or like a dance studio or something. He owned both um, of those things. Maybe he had some showgirls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a car dealership. I could see him selling cars. Airplane dealership. Um, that might be. Oh, oh yeah, cause this flight thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that guy. Yeah, you're not too far um, off. Then he, <clears throat> he, uh, he might have. Yeah, so he was selling Cessnas in the desert. Right. Um, That's pretty cool. Uh, I could see him. So he he seems like a little eccentric. Maybe he got into like the casino life. Well, the, I mean, he's in Vegas, so maybe he got that kick started. Yeah, he got really into that oh, whole lifestyle, uh, but he was also kind of obsessed with the idea of cops and robbers being like an eternal struggle. He never wanted that to end. He always he like the Batman and the Joker, right? He always wanted there to be a foil oh. for the hero, and he never wanted either one to actually right. win. So what he did when he got rich enough, Stephen Ott from Australia, what he did in Las Vegas is he started selling airplanes to criminals because he knew that Las Vegas was built in the desert so that if anybody robbed a casino, they couldn't get away. You can't hide in the desert, right? Because the city's just plumb in the middle right. of the desert. And so he said, well, what if they fly away? Right. And then because he wanted it to be a little bit harder for the cops to stop him. And then uh, once that took off, he started uh, selling the police department anti-aircraft guns Right. And he started shooting down all the criminals he was right. friends with. All of his friends died in the desert in plane accidents. Right. And one of those was, it was make money from both sides. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't hate the player. You gotta hate the game. And then one of those crashed planes was, uh, right. it crashed at area 51 and that's how all that bullshit got started. You know? Oh shit. This was right around that time, right around world war two so, when all that shit went down, you know? Yeah, so his his uh one of his planes was an alien, maybe. Yeah, one of his planes was an alien. <laughs> I mean, like one of the pilots or whatever from his bank. There was like, but it really was just a bank robber from 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 like Vegas, and then they crashed down in New Mexico. Right. I mean, that's what they so, say. And then the whole world was like aliens. <clears throat> Yes. But the U.S. government was like, oh, I did it again. Yeah, they knew. That motherfucker. Stephen Ott's but life is essentially like, but we can't. a Grand Theft Auto move, uh, video game. Is what, he is, what he is. Yeah. That motherfucker did it again. Uh, we can't tell anyone, though, or his fame will skyrocket. He's, but you know the truth. I do. Where, I, I, I found Where do you it. Get all these facts. I did a lot of research at the local library. Yeah. Yeah. And you piece it together. In the shaman library, old, you can find anything. Yeah. 
I had a really big board okay. with uh, uh, push pins and string connecting shit, and it's pretty easy when you <laughs> like Charlie Day. Yeah, yeah. When you step away from the wall and you <laughs> you stop seeing just the trees for all the forest, it's kind of it makes sense, you know. Right. It's enlightening. Yeah. This is exciting. Keep Good. going. So he. Oh, you want to keep going? You won the site. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so Roswell, let's go. So once, so once he uh, snuck into Area Fifty One and got a hold of some real alien technology, he started setting world records for flight. Right. Um. Yeah. Okay. He set a world record. Mike Mach Mach One, Mach Two, Mach Three. Like what yeah. Like uh, like uh, Mark Davis. I don't know. <laughs> uh. The fucking <laughs> the, the damn it, they lost my, my thing. Um, oh yes, here it is. It's, it's, uh, it's on September thirteenth, nineteen thirty-five. Hughes, uh, uh, fucking Ott, flying the H one, set the land plane airspeed record for three hundred and fifty-two miles per hour. Now, if you can explain to me what a land plane is. I don't know. Maybe it's just a plane that hasn't oh. taken off that stays on the land. I don't know, but he's he went 352 yeah, miles per goddamn good. hour. You know, damn, that sounds like an oxymoron, right? Like just flying, but it's on the ground. Yeah. But I, I've seen it in those de- in the deserts. You've seen videos of those like jet propelled cars or whatever. Maybe he was the first to make one of those. That's probably what and it they is, didn't know yeah. what to call it. They're like, it's a plane, it's, it's a-, a car. We don't. The land it's a plane. jet plane car. Um, oh, land, yeah. <laughs> and then Fuck, somebody dude. beat his record, right? Uh, somebody named Giuseppe Mata beat it by 10 miles an hour. And then another guy named George Stanforth beat that by like 50 miles an hour. But George Stanforth was an American, so Stephen Ott said, that's fine as long as one of those dirty, swarthy Italians doesn't take it from me. I don't care either way. His words, not mine. I don't know. Right. Right. Um, right. And that was the last time yeah, in history yeah. that an aircraft built by yeah. a private individual yeah. set the world airspeed record. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because then the corporation took over. Um, I, you, you said he called them the dirtiest guy. Like, different times. Different times. Yeah. No, I mean, his language, Back I can't even 30s. say on here what he called them. Oh, right. right. Yeah. A foul mouth. Wassy cunt. He had a yeah, he had, he had, uh, a, he had a real dirty mouth. Uh, he set another world record. Let's see. Uh, what he did is he put longer wings on that plane and then he <laughs> flew nonstop from Los Angeles to Newark in seven hours. New Jersey. So... That was a that was a record was that the back longest then. Longest flight recorded. That was uh, yeah. In the thirties, that's a feat. Uh, Incredible. Yeah, so you know he he did that. He flew around the world to cap off his aviation career. Stephen Ott did. It took him seven days, eighteen hours. No, wait, I'm sorry. It took him three days, nineteen hours, and seventeen minutes to fly. Around the world, which is insane. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. If somebody told you around the world, he did. If somebody told you that you could fly around the world and then they, and they, and then they told you how long it would actually take, would you do it? Yeah. You would. If if someone had the history of the odd man, I'd go with him. I mean, today, if somebody told you, Eric, you hop on this regular ass commercial coach flight you're going to be on that plane until you go all the way around the globe and land right back at the same airport. Would you do it? Uh, yeah. Just to say I did it, that'd be pretty damn cool. Damn. I don't know. It kind of suck and get whatever, but I, I would ensure there'd be like hose and wine and whiskey. And so you want to sit at a bar like for 20 <laughs> hours is what you want to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you want to sit at a bar for 24 ding, hours. Ding, you got me. Okay. That's that's pretty you sick. Got me. Yeah. I'm, gu- I'm guilty. <laughs> How was your flight back from from China to the US? It's about 13 hours. Was it from pleasant? Hong Kong to LA. Uh no. It was um it was full of Indians. <laughs> Every, every, uh, every, there was a bunch of like old Indian couples. (laughs) They kept shaking their headphones out. And every, uh, yeah, they like some of, they had the Sikh, like whatever, not turbans, but, you know, those hats, those wraparound hats. Oh, the, Um, the, the turbans? Yeah. They're, they're not turbans. They're, you know, like the... Oh, Sikhs. They wear, like... Do they have the knives yeah, and the bracelets? Like, they all... A bun- no, I don't know what they're called. God damn it. <laughs> um, I'll send you a picture later. Okay. But they... Every time the, the... So the flight attendants were just so annoyed by them all. Because they they're all older. And they all kept taking their mask off. And so the flight attendants, by protocol, just have to be like... Sir, put on your mask, please. Thank you, sir. Put on. And they have these beautiful. There was Cafe Pacific, so they have like a, a like British accents. Mm. Sir, put on your mask. And the guy, they're just like they put it on, and then the flight attendant turns around and they take it off. And yeah. then she turns and looks at him and says, "Please put on your mask." You know, it was like scripted the whole fucking flight. And then every time they like came around to serve us, every Indian man was like, "Whiskey, two shots." Whiskey, whiskey two shots. Every Indiana John was like whiskey two shots, please. Yeah, it was like I, everyone ordered it, and it was just like whiskey. And the flight attendant was like, "What, sir? Whiskey two shots? Like, give the man whiskey? Like, I'm screaming. <laughs> like, give me five shots." Oh, what did you do in? And then the women would chime in. Sorry, go ahead. What? Nothing. Go the ahead. Women would chime in and go, "I want another. I want another whiskey with two shots." Damn. And the fight is not. Wow. And then she just gives it to her husband, so he had four shots. Um, That's a bottom bitch. And then, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that flight kind of sucks because I don't know. I'm racist. Right. <laughs> You're racist <laughs> what, now. What are you gonna ask? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I was going to ask you what you did yeah. in Los Angeles. 
Oh, um, that was a pretty cool. We we got into Los Angeles or whatever, and then um, the one of the first things we did was we got we got we stayed near the hotel uh, near near the airport, and so the next day we could we were gonna just walk around the streets or whatever, but that's kind of a bad area, and so we went to like a gas station across the street to just get some snacks, and there was just this homeless man. <laughs> it was like, and the 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 worker lady was like, "Sir, I do not need to see that. Sir, put that back in your pants." Nice. And I just like looked over, and he was just he was just trying to like pull his pants down, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> fucking shit, I'm, I'm, sir! If you're not gonna buy this, please move." And it was just like, "Damn, I miss America." Uh, yeah, I'm okay, sir. And then, uh, then he like went outside and then kept like looking at himself right next to the door. So we were actually afraid to like leave the the place. And then when we did, we walked back to the hotel, and my wife's face was just pale white. And she's like, "We're not going anywhere." <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, "I told you." <laughs> I told you that be weird. No, isn't she the one that Welcome wanted to, to like America. hang out and like? go to all the cool LA places and shit. Yeah. 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 She did. And then until we went to that gas station and she was like, Nope, not worth it. We have a kid. <laughs> what, what, what part of LA was it? It's just near the LAX. Like, Oh yeah. It was like a shuttle bus from the hotel to the airport. Five minutes. It was like five, 10 minutes. Did you take her to Hollywood? Nice and comfortable. No, we didn't do anything. We just stayed around the hotel. We we slept a lot because we were tired, but yeah. we walked to a Denny's nearby, Ooh. and that's about it. Um, the hotel had a swimming pool, so we went swimming uh, outside. It was, it was nice, but we didn't do it. And then Andrew Andrew Lara P Lara uh, came and picked me up one night, and we drove around, um, and we were looking for a dispensary because shit's legal there. And we drove to like 15 spots on the map and we could not find anything that was, it was either not there or it was closed. And it was like, it's like eight o'clock at night. What the fuck is happening? How does he not know where to get so, weed? Isn't he from there? Well, that's what we, we went. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's from there. I don't think he smokes a lot or does anything. Um, I think he says, if I get it, I just get it for my friends. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that makes more sense. Sure. Like he's like old school. He's just like, I get it, but my friend. Right. Um, but we we went. We like just pulled up the map and went to like at least ten different spots on the map, and it was like, nope, nope, it's not even there. It's not even there. Nope, that's closed. Nope. Oh, that one's closed. Like, like how do they make money? I don't understand. So you didn't like L.A. very much. Give a man. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, it was nice. I don't know. Hotel bar was nice. I drank a little bit. I think we all want to know, Eric, how was the weather in L.A.? Oh, so nice. It was uh, super comfortable. Wow. Like, that's what we walked around a little bit. Other than feeling ex- extremely uncomfortable, Due to the patronage of that store, we <laughs> felt comfortable climate-wise. 
Do you see a lot of homeless dudes on the street? Yeah. 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 And I was like, my wife's like walking around with like a gold chain on her neck and like her phone out and like stuff. And she's like trying to take pictures and walking slowly and looking around like, come on. <laughs> Grabbing her arm. Like dancing around the street. And I'm like, get your ass over here. Like we are walking with the heads down. We do not, we belong here. Like we are hard. And then yeah. I was like, that woman's homeless. She's like, no, she's not. I'm like, she's trying to throw quarters out of the parking meter. Walk, walk. You sure it wasn't the meter maid trying to get the quarters out? No, no, I, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Her shirt was (laughs) in such a way and her hair was in such a way. She She looks like a teacher at Hogwarts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, I, I double checked. I was like, oh, maybe she's just checking the meters and nope she was fingering them for a coin mm. and I was like, I've been there God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like wow put your head down shut up we're going we're going to the hotel we're never leaving America, let's go back to China <laughs> no Missouri is very different though super nice Okay, so you so your uh, wife. Let's get back to the Ott story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, the the oh, Stephen yeah. Ott. Can, if you have questions. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. So Stephen Ott, he stayed into airplanes like really hard. You know, like I found so much stuff about Stephen Ott mm-hmm. in airplanes. A lot of it's really boring. Yeah, he got into like trying to develop new giant airplanes. He wanted to build the biggest airplane ever. And he's going to call it the spruce moose, yeah. the spruce goose or whatever. <laughs> Didn't really work out. Um, let's get into some of the ladies that Stephen Ott dated, you know? Um, Ooh, yeah. A little, yeah. A little so in, in 1929, Stephen Ott's wife of four years, Ella, went to Houston and filed for a divorce. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he went on a fucking, he went on a rampage. He had Joan Crawford, Billy Dove. Faith Domergay, Betty Davis, Yvonne DiCarlo, Ava Gardner, Olivia Halliven, Catherine Hepburn, that's right, Ginger Ooh. Rogers, Janet Lee, Pat Sheehan, which I think is related to Donald Sheehan, Ma- Mamie Van Doren, and Jean Tierney. Uh, I know two of those people, maybe three. Hell, I don't know. But he dated them all. Yeah, Betty um, Davis. Um, Damn. Damn, dude. So he he kind of socialized in the Hollywood circle. Yeah, he he really liked to get around. He he got in a bad car accident yeah. in 1957, and it uh, oh. he was paralyzed uh, from the waist down. Until in 1960, he developed robotic legs so that he could walk again, which was like his, so he designed them. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Crafted them, put them on. That's then, awesome. And then that. So like maybe when he crashed, did the did the newspaper when his car crash paralyzed him? Did his quote say, "The damn, I shouldn't have been in a damn car. Give me a plane <laughs> or something like that." Yeah, yeah, it was really close. Did you do your homework before you looked at this? That's crazy. 
No. Hey, I might have been to that library a time or two. The day after he crashed his car, a newspaper <laughs> came spinning up like really fast. And when it stopped, it said, should have been driving a damn plane, huh? Stephen Ott crashed his car. Yeah. Yeah. Cars nuts. aren't safe. Uh, he was actually a part of yeah. Watergate because he knew Richard Nixon really well. Do you know that? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, that's that's the one thing I didn't know, yeah. So, uh, but he... You Nixon. He also worked for the Democratic cool. Party, so he was playing both sides again, much like his days in Las Vegas with uh, cops and robbers. Yeah. 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 Hit one against the other, you know? Geniuses Always get bored, one. you know? Just a lot like the Jews with yeah. the whites and blacks. He was just doing it just, just for kicks, you know? <laughs> We're all familiar. Anyway, Damn. toward the end of his life, uh, <laughs> you said a lot. You just said a lot. Oh, wow. I just, I, I just it. said what's on my fucking wishboard that I created over here with all the. I got all. Cards. I, yeah. I connected all the dots, baby. I got it. So, okay. Okay. toward the end of his life, uh, Steve Anot, which is which is still ongoing. The end of his life began in 1965, right. and it continues until this day, which is wild to me. But this is why they sent him to Australia, right? So he began to... Oh, they... Like, they sent him to Australia. Yeah, they, the deep state, sent him to Australia because he became too much of a genius. He was mm. dating. He was, he was fucking all the, all the women, crashing all the cars. And then, right. the, and then the government was like, listen, right. you're developing severe obsessive com- compulsive disorder. You need to go to Australia. And he was like... What what you what 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 you want about it, mate? And they were like, "See, listen, <laughs> listen. Here is a list of your crimes, and I will now read to you a, a list of things that the government hated about Stephen Ott. Right? Uh, he always ate the same bring, thing for dinner. It, it was a New York strip steak, oh. cooked medium rare, with a dinner salad and peas, but only the smaller peas." deciding that if the peas were too large, they should be pushed to the side and left on the plate for the help to enjoy if they should so desire. Yeah. Oh, for the help to enjoy. Fucking maniac this guy is. So he's a part, very particular man. Yeah. Uh, he also became kind of weird about germs, Stephen did. He, uh, mm. he, he would never leave his house and he would keep all of his fingernails and toenail clippings in jars because he was afraid that if germs ever found them, that the germs that were closest to him that found his toenail and fingernail clippings would begin to uh, better understand his biology and therefore have easier access to his body, therefore making his health compromised. So he kept all of that shit in a jar. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a really smart guy. He's a very thoughtful man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for, for a while he owned a film studio in which he was the only one allowed. He used it to watch movies that were not released yet. And he would only eat chocolate bars and chicken and milk. And he was constantly surrounded by dozens of boxes of Kleenex that he always stacked and rearranged to look like the planes that he wished he was young enough to still make. It's really sad. Right. But he didn't have his damn legs. He didn't have, well, I mean, he has robot legs at this point, but he's, you know, his upper body strength is, right. is gone. 
and, and nobody wanted to be near him because he was losing his fucking mind. Yeah. He also, right. uh, he also told everyone to not speak to him or look at him unless he asked them to, which I think is pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> and he was no usually, contact. yeah, not, no, if, if somebody looked him dead in the eyes, he would immediately cross the room and try to punch them in the, in the face. So he's like a gorilla in that, in the that respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would go straight for the esophagus. Um, <laughs> People often found him naked watching the same movies in his home. But when he went out, he would put on a blanket and watch movies in his theater that he owned. But he liked to be naked at home. Um, he also had he had a thing about keeping all of his piss in jars. He never wanted the piss to leave his house because, again, he was afraid somebody would find it and have access to his genetic material. So he kept all of his piss in jars. Uh, yeah. Right. He didn't want nobody creating him that's right creating his better like double you know? uh he got really obsessed i mean it's a smart thing to do he got really obsessed with the, the the 1968 film ice station zebra and he had it running on a continuous loop in his home never wanted it to not be on he watched it well over 150 times like sat down and watched it all the way through otherwise he just had it playing all over his house he never really paid attention to it but um right not, Ice not, Station Zebra? Ice Station Zebra, yeah. And God, he wanted I'm to make... check that out. You should. You should also check out The Conqueror, which is the film he made uh, yeah. in tribute to Ice Station Zebra. Uh, the Conqueror, though, he felt really bad about it because once it was finished, uh, all of the actors and the crew came out saying he would show up drunk and throw bottles at people and tell everybody they were faggots. So he... <laughs> He felt really bad about that. And uh, so he... What, I can see how the deep state would say, <laughs> you might fit in down under. Yeah, like to the <laughs> fucking prison continent. So he bought every copy yeah. of the film, which ended up being $12 million. <laughs> he spent $12 million to buy every copy of this film. And then he watched, he that liked to put them all on in his house and play them on repeat so that he could be constantly reminded of how he could be a better, uh, film producer. Yeah. Okay. It was like face your fears kind of thing. He loved it. He did a lot. <laughs> face your failures. Yeah. Strength. Uh, and then <laughs> for about 30 years, everybody thought he was dead, but Steven was actually just, uh, looking for dust and germs in his own house and eating chocolate and chicken. Mm. Yeah. So eventually he moved back to Las Vegas where he convinced, uh, the Raiders organization to move their franchise. And once that deal was complete, he moved to Australia. So he's like got hands on the NFL. Yeah, well, no, not not now. His his crowning achievement was to pull the most liked, <laughs> beloved, important team to their community, right? To to rip something away from a place that right. needed it so much more than they could ever realize, and put it in a place where nobody gives right. a fuck about anything. And he said, right. "This will cement me as the greatest." businessman, inventor, movie producer of all time. Right. Yeah. He was a raider of the raiders. 
That's right. He didn't even like, like the Raiders. He was a Browns fan. It turns yeah. out. This is weird. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a, a cavalier, you know, sort of always pitting one against the other. He really was. Good. This guy was crazy. What lifelong theme of Mr. Ott. Oh, uh, Sir Ott. And to this day, probably Sir Ott. Well, yeah, he was, he yeah. was uh, knighted in Wales and uh, the rest of the UK thought oh. he was too disgusting to even allow him into their countries. But Wales said, we'll, we'll have you. Wales said no. <laughs> Wales said no. And Wales knighted him. He's a, he's a knight. He's a Welsh knight. <laughs> but all yeah. the other places. And then they sent him to, they, they said, you can't live here, but you can go down to New South Wales. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Damn, you must have snuck a peek at my Can't stay here. at my wishboard. No. Yeah. Maybe I wrote some of it. Maybe you snuck in and did, like the Grinch. No. Tiptoed in here and did it for me. Yeah. Anyway, to this day, <laughs> Stephen Ott's no last last known location was uh our Patreon. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that's the it's the life and times of Stephen Ott as as I know it. Well, didn't he have a stint? In, I mean, he spent time in Australia, and then he had a stint in China at some point, right? Uh, Where he discovered the well wondrous creation of Baijiu. I have been lucky enough to find some to receive new funding from certain sources who have told yeah. me that it would be in my best interest to not mention Stephen Ott's time in China. Uh, oh, all, yeah. Controversial. Well, they don't want me to talk about yeah. all the times he, he, he went to rub and tugs and walked out on bills and taught while he was still <laughs> drunk. And, uh, the time he shit in, right. in somebody else's hotel room, like they don't want me to talk about all that. So, I'm just not going to do it. Right, right, right. I, I, I respect the, the privacy. The, yeah, yeah, that, that's nice. That's good. You got to draw your line somewhere. Yeah. Can't tell. Yeah, they yeah. gave me uh, 250 million RMB to not tell anybody about Stephen in China, so I won't do it. Damn. Yeah. So Did that's you that. Burn those notes? My notes? Yeah. No, I I am not. Yeah. I am nowhere near the genius that Stephen Ott is. I don't burn things because I'm sick of them. I, I, I don't have the balls to do it. So I just put them under my printer. Right. Right? Because once you put a printer on your desk, that thing never moves. So I decided that's where I'm going to put it. Right. And that's where it'll... Like it'll the rock of Gibraltar. It's going to be under the Same HP move. Smart Tank 539. <laughs> I think I have an HP printer in my... Right above my head. You're right. It never moves. <laughs> it never moves. Did you ever learn so this what... This is the life and times of, of Stephen. Did you ever learn what HP stands for? Hewlett Packard, right? A hungry penis. Isn't it? It's like a hungry penis. Okay. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. yeah Hewlett Packard. What the hell is a I Hewlett Packard? Isn't that HP? 
I just been uh, right. been hungry penis since I was since I was a boy. Is that what you and your 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 dad called it? Yeah, it's what me and my dad, me and my pops <laughs> would crack open a bottle of what am I drinking? Sangria? Damn, I drank a lot of this since yeah. the start of this. This is fucking ridiculous. Well, I really hope. Uh, uh, yeah, you need. I hope Taiwan's still there when I wake up. <laughs> It'd be a bummer if it was gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, hasn't she already kind of probably already landed? Oh yeah, she landed. She landed. I don't think she would. Just she landed just as ago. we began this. So about an hour ago, she landed. Yeah. I didn't think she was going to do it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Seems I, like I a real. Seems like a real dumb move. But she's I don't know. Really dumb. Yeah. I guess that's why I'm not the president. Um, but she's. I don't think she would do. I don't know. We don't want to get too into it here, but I have my theories. <laughs> oh yeah, you have your theories. <laughs> You're in a bur- are we on the. Are we on the Patreon? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but we can be. Yeah, but we are on WeChat. So. Well, we yeah. Oh shit, we are on WeChat. Okay. Well, maybe we should tone it down a little bit. Yeah. No. You're fine. Yeah. yeah never I'm over here in the fucking hot seat, baby. <laughs> I got a front row. That's right. <laughs> Need to cut the shit. Yeah. Toasted. Is it is it tense? Do you notice any difference? Do you see any tanks or military or police presence on the streets? I uh, like barely left my around, apartment all around. day, so. Me no. Okay. Okay. But everybody else has been trading videos no. of uh, trucks and tanks and stuff going all around. Right. I feel there's like ten videos that everyone just shares, so I don't know how. They, you know, everyone just gets one and shares it a thousand times. A friend of the podcast, Hefe, took a video of a yeah. bunch of trucks crossing the bridge, the Haitong Bridge. Like big ass military trucks, like a long oh, wow. line. So, yeah. Just right down the middle, yeah. just knocking over cars and shit. <laughs> don't, stand, don't stand in front of those. Nope. Something tells me I have a hunch. <laughs> don't. They were, be good for they were leaning out the window saying, if I hit you, it's not my fault. You should move. You need to move. But. I don't know. I don't know what happened. PLC forever. All right. Um, well, you have anything else you want to yeah, say? Yeah, she is pro. Um, I miss it. I miss the grind. You know, I miss the old. I haven't done comedy in a month. I think I'm getting rusty. Neither have I, brother. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Have you not? I wouldn't call it comedy. Are you, who's doing the album? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Who's doing the Alvin show? Are you you're doing that? Um, Who made that poster? That looks good. I made the poster. You did? Yeah. It doesn't look like anything else you've ever made. I know. Well, I just, you know, gave up. You get old, you give up. Good. Oh, thanks, man. My cat's been scratching at my door for what? like an hour. My fucking cat. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. Why I'm, I'm, you have cat in your room? No, because I opened the door and she's just going to paw at me and scratch me. And I don't want that shit to happen. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm just going to make Sophie and, 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 uh, I don't know who else. 
I don't know. Name name somebody, and they can be on the show. I don't know. <laughs> At this point, Aziz? yeah. Uh, get Jared. Get Aziz, Jared on the show. Jared He'd will be, be gone. Fun, I think. Jared, Jared will be gone. Jared, Jared will be gone. Be out with that. Be traveling. Is he leaving? He's Everybody's gonna be gone. Everyone's gonna be traveling. Getting the fuck out of Fujian yeah. is what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, it might not be the. I mean, Fujin is just ground zero, right? Yeah. For any strategy or attack, or I wasn't lying when I said they're just gonna just shoot artillery into the ocean for the next three. Like they're really gonna do that, <laughs> right? Just to scare. <laughs> just to we can, we can. Oh, you can, we can too. <laughs> yeah. They should send they should send an old Chinese bitch to like Puerto Rico. <laughs> that would really do it. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. And nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> they're they're 80th in line. Yeah, no one in America would fucking care. But I guess it's it's slightly different because I mean it's like they yeah. with that historically owned it but whereas we don't really want Puerto Rico except for a vacation spot <laughs> yeah <laughs> and a place near Cuba that's all we want okay like, uh, uh, you know 50 years ago Guam <laughs> send her to Guam what? yeah she can just send a yeah send a 84th in line to the Chinese leadership because it's a woman mm-hmm. as high as they get <laughs> well brother it's been great talking to you I have to I have to take a dump before I go to bed okay I'm sure you got a lot All of stuff right. to do go dump it up yeah I'm a busy guy I'm a busy guy what are you gonna, okay well what are you uh, gonna do t- today what is a what is a what is a Tuesday uh, like for you in Missouri you like Huck Finn out so there painting fences I, and shit. So yes, yeah, just me and me and Jim. Um, <laughs> the I didn't say it. The so yesterday was busy because I did, I did that interview. I signed my thing. I did like a background check. So my I didn't take my son swimming. So he cried all day yesterday because I was supposed to. <laughs> or we were supposed to, and so I think today we're gonna kind of chill and take him swimming. And nice. so I think today's going to be a pretty easy day. Is your, design. is so your wife excited. dying? Does your wife hate it there? No, she, she, she likes it. I think she is enjoying it. Um, and then I think once, once we, we're still at my parents' house. So I think once we get, uh, our own place, in like next week or whatever when we move in. Ooh. She'll enjoy it more. And then we'll be in Joplin too, so it's bigger, there's more stuff. More places to shop and eat. Yeah, and take her to the bowling alley. People to see. And there's yeah. Oh we, we oh my God, Ben. We went bowling the other day and I took my, my son, my nephew and my wife. It's just four of us, two kids, two adults. Guess how much money that was? Five hundred dollars. <laughs> it was fifty-six dollars. 
Jesus. $56 for like about an hour for just two. We played two frames a piece and we got shoot, rented shoes and that's it. We didn't give it anything extra. 56 fucking dollars well, to go bowling. Do you remember how much it was when we, when we went and bowling was like, here? It was expensive here. Yeah, I get, but I I would guess it would be expensive in China because it's kind of like a special, you know, different thing that they don't, not everywhere has. But yeah. in America, it's like that bowling alley is 60, 60, 70 years old. It's paid for. <laughs> All those balls <laughs> it's from paid for. It's, are paid for. The it's carpet, off the books. The, the carpet is broke. It's like, I mean, yeah, you got to have a little upkeep, turn the lights on, pay a little bit of the staff, but. Yeah, a bowling alley, you just, you paid for those shoes a million times over. You paid for the balls a million times over. You paid, you know, come on. Yeah. Why? When I was a kid, like, bowling was, like, a fun thing you can do all day for, like, $5 or something. I was like, but now it's $56 for an hour. Yeah, well, the 60s are, the 60s are gone. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am... 49. Yeah. Or whatever you call me. 62. Um, All right. I really got to go. I'm going to shit my pants. That was nuts. Okay. It's very good talking to you. I love you, Eric. Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, nice to love love you. Bye-bye. Tell tell everybody I said hello. I will. Okay. Be good. I will. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Don't die. Well, we'll see. All right, folks, that was uh, the life and times of Stephen Ott. Stephen Ott, thank you so much for being the most dedicated big, big radio show fan over the past couple years. Uh, I really do have to go take an incredible trip to the bathroom. Here's hoping nothing crazy happens while I'm asleep and the world is still standing in the morning. Good night, everybody.